Evaluate the role of war as a cause for the rise of Vietnam's and Cuba's independence movement. Seeking to free themselves from the grip of their colonial powers, Cuba and Vietnam's independence movements marked history. And indeed, war was an important factor for the rise of both of these movements. Yes, the influence of external wars, such as the Napoleonic Wars, World War I, World War II, and the Cold War, were of great importance to the rise of both movements. But there were also the internal wars, such as Cuba's First and Second War of Independence, which worked to strengthen uh, Marti's cause, which was one of their main leaders, and develop mass support for the struggle, as well as Vietnam's first and second Indochina wars, which were internal as well, which um, solidified Ho Chi Minh's ideology and revealed the abilities of the Viet Minh, which was um, his army. Yes, but in light of other factors, the role of war must be evaluated to determine the true extent of its influence in both movements. So let's start by evaluating the importance of external wars. Yes, the Napoleonic Wars and its ideals of liberty, fraternity and equality sets the stage for the rise of both independence movements, right? Yes, for Cuba, Napoleon's invasion of Spain disrupted and challenged its control over all of its Latin American colonies, including Cuba, and inspired these waves of rebellions. Yeah, the Santo Domingo slave rebellion and Haiti's independence from Spain had a twofold impact on Cuba's movement. For one, it led to a massive influx of refugees, which were the, pen the Peninsulares, and which ended up increasing the demand for slavery in Cuba. And also Haiti's victory inspired Cuba's first act of rebellion, the Aponte Conspiracy, uh, as the population started to believe that Spain was no longer in control and no longer strong enough to resist the determined independence movement. Yes, and similarly, the Napoleonic Wars had this ideological influence on Vietnam. As an adolescent is already, um, these, these wars inspired Ho Chi Minh to follow these values inside Vietnam of liberty, equality, and fraternity. And despite these values being ironically very absent in Vietnam, his exposure spurred his ideology and he quickly became concerned with the colonial question contributing to the rise of Vietnam's independence movements. Due to the time period of Cuba's independence movements, right, uh, finishing in the beginning of uh, the 20th century, it lacked the influence of the following world wars. But in contrast, Vietnam's movement was inherently shaped by the world wars, right? World War I gave impetus to the growth of Vietnamese nationalism. The early 1920s saw several attempts to establish moderate political parties within Vietnam. Yes, and while these saw little progress, it did push for more radical forces like the Indochinese Communist Party, which under Ho Chi Minh went on to become the main opposition force to the French. Yes, and World War II, dispelled the myth of this Western military superiority. With Japan's invasion of Indochina in 1914, Ho realized that World War II gave him a chance to achieve independence. And consequently, he founded the Viet Minh, which, which received Allied support right against the Japanese. Yes, they were trained in China um, by one of 
Chiang Kai-shek's warlords and supplied with equipment by the U.S. Yes, these acts, they, they helped legitimize the Viet Minh as the leaders of the Vietnamese people and potential post-colonial government, which obviously significantly contributed to the rise and the growth of this ideology for the movement. Right? Yeah, after um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, Japan's collapse left a power vacuum for Ho and the Viet Minh guerrillas to fuel, which, which led to the August Revolution. Yes, before the French could return, right, after World War II, Ho declared this new Democratic Republic of Vietnam and took over Bao Dai. He was left with no opposition and began introducing communist reforms like redistributing land and promising election. He also established control of the countryside by setting up military cells in the villages. All this was later dissolved by the occupation of the British troops. It is clear that the support base for Ho's cause was achieved, and the Viet Minh had grown in both ideology and strength. Yeah, despite Roosevelt's anti-imperialist stance during World War II, right, he did give Ho this idea that he would support uh, the Viet, Viet Minh's movement against French colonial rule. Uh, the end of World War II and Truman's presidency saw this turn towards supporting the French which truly influenced the rise of Vietnam's independence movement, together with the influence of the Cold War. Yeah, right? and then we come to the Cold War. As it intensified, the U.S. failed to recognize that Vietnam's independence movement revolved around nationalism and instead saw it as a communist threat. Yeah, had the American leaders not thought that all international events were connected to the Cold War, there would have been no American war in Vietnam. Yeah. The U.S. was following a policy of containment and Indochina was on the front line of the conflict between capitalist and communist ideologies. Yeah, this fear. Working as Vietnam. a mirror. Yeah. Working as a mirror of Cold War um, and sort of setting the stage for U.S. conflict. Yeah, this fear of Vietnam becoming the first communist domino uh, to fall made the Viet Minh's victories during the Second Indochina War a sign for the U.S. invasion. And, and then as the U.S. joined, it turns a war which was originally of independence into an anti-imperialist war, um, joining Vietnam's forces towards expelling the U.S. and contributing to the growth of the movement yes, even this more. Is, this is the whole uh, influence of the U.S., right? At, from the moment it joined the Second Indochina War, the whole struggle of the Viet Minh uh, became a shared struggle within Vietnam. They managed to, uh, in a sense, kickstart this dissolution of divisions within Vietnam and unite this these people against a common enemy, a common uh, a common goal, right? Removing yes, uh, and U.S. imperialism. Also, having the support of China and the USSR in Vietnam, which was undeniably significant. This gave the north of Vietnam access to large amounts of money and weaponry, enabling the the NVA to succeed against the power of the USA. So really, it made this war that started as somewhat of a small independence movement into a global um, question which received so much attention. Yes. 
So while these external wars were of great influence to the rise of independence movements, especially Vietnam's, internal wars solidified this ideological nature of Cuba's cause. Cuba's first war of independence had important economic and political impacts, which set this ground for Machi's revolutionary sentiment. Yeah, the war led to a modernization of Cuba's sugar mills and plantations, but it also forced many Cubans to sell their lands and mills at very low prices to U.S. investors and businesses. Yes, as a result, uh, U.S. economic penetration of Cuba surged. It displaced Spain as the economic focus of Cuba's sugar trade, and the Cuban economy became highly susceptible to fluctuations. In the panic of 1893, the U.S. raised their tariffs, and Cuba lost over 600,000 tons in exports and had a tremendous impact on its sugar industry. And such economic unrest created an atmosphere favorable to rebellion in Cuba. So again, contributing to the growth of um, emancipationist sentiments. Yeah, the war also led to political impacts such as the rise and then fall of the autonomous parties. These were the liberals wanting autonomy for Cuba by peaceful means. So they weren't, uh, they didn't follow Machi's cause of this fight for independence. They just, they were a bit more uh, passive towards the movement, right? Following the, the war, Spain promised reforms and divisions which granted support to these autonomists. Yet, with time, these reforms were proven to be ineffective, and Cubans, they searched for this radical change. They searched for this, this leader of this movement. So by 1878 already, a clear national consciousness had emerged under Martiz and the Cuban Revolutionary Party. His motifs had been spread across the whole population. Yes, this need for, for a, a representative government that would share his, the, the Cubans' cause, right? That need emerged. It wasn't present within Cuba yet. Cuba was very divided in respect to, to their own individual aims. The Criolos, the, the Peninsulares, the white elites, they were very divided yet. But this panic and this political impact served to bring this growth to the movement. Yes, and this is very similar to the first Indochina war in Vietnam, which empowered Ho Chi Minh and North Vietnam, as it made the once idealized image of independence concrete. Yes, and it also uh, served as a template for Jap, uh, the military general, <laughs> to craft his strong and intellectually ruthless army, right? that would eventually um, display undeniably uh, exceptional tactics in the following wars, right? Hence, we can see that wars were undeniably extremely influential to the rise of both independence movements. But in a sense, they served as catalysts to other long-term factors, which we also have to analyze. Yes, this uh, search for independence, it couldn't have uh, rooted just from wars. The wars couldn't yes. have brought that to the movement. Yes. Obviously, it's managed to speed up this need and this sentiment, but uh, colonial rule uh, within these two areas was what actually spurred this movement, right? Uh, then we can go into the factor of Spanish repression and its role in the growth of Cuba's 
uh, independence movement. Yes, it did not establish the need for independence, but also it continuously contributed to the growth of movements through repression. Yes, Spanish rule in Cuba established the bulk military force of the movement through slavery, right? By exploiting these Cuban natives and the black population, Spanish authorities incited their need for independence and created this initial opposition to the regime. While the fear of blacks tied white elites to the Spanish government, in a sense, the end of slavery and the modernization of Cuba turns them towards the Texas option, which was annexation to the USA. Yes, this was further pushed by the repressive rule of Vives and Tacon, right? Uh, Cuba was under 50 years of martial law with Vives' special military tribunal, with which Tacon later refused to dismantle. Yeah, and even further, he refused to hold elections or to introduce any reforms, which fueled this independence movement even more. Yes. The white criollos, they began resenting this arbitrary rule from Spanish bureaucrats and the free blacks were also beginning to express their discontent. Intellectuals led by José Saco pushed for the white Cuba option, advocating that the U.S. should annex Cuba. So uh, the, the Spanish repression uh, eventually worked to unite all of these different divisions within Cuba under a common cause, a common enemy. This is a pattern that has been repeating in these independence movements, right? Uh, this reaction to repression being uh, the, the uniting uh, social divisions within the country. Yes, all of them essentially wanted to get rid of, of Spain, which um, was similar to French repression and rule in Vietnam. The same pattern happened. Um, already early on, the French exploited the indigenous population in Vietnam, having to pay hard taxes and work in the interest of the colonial power. And this placed great pressure on subsistent farmers and peasants, which impoverished the country very much. As the Vietnamese, they never passively accepted French rule and it gave the impetus to the initial rebellions like the Scholars' Revolt, where natives, they opposed the French attempts to restructure the tradition Confucian systems and fought for the return of a Vietnamese way of life. By the 1930s, these opposition groups became more powerful and even harder to control. And then the Vietnamese soldiers in the French colonial army mutinied under the influence of nationalism. Yes, and uh, after World War II, uh, France continuously refused to allow local autonomy. Um, President Charles de Gaulle remained determined to, to maintain colonial control for economic reasons and to restore the international prestige. And the desire for independence grew even more and resulted in the first Indochina War, which proved the Vietnamese uh, strength, yes, which this, was unparalleled to the French repression. Repression, like the repression in Spain, served to unite this opposition against the common enemy as well. And Ho Chi Minh established the Communist Party and was able to bring forward concrete um, opposition through the first Indochina War. Yes. 
while the first Indochina War uh, ended French colonial rule, uh, repression didn't stop fueling Vietnam's independence movements under Diem's presidency, uh, the U.S.'s puppet president. <laughs> So despite the Geneva Accords having established a ceasefire and elections in Vietnam, Diem, together with the USA, refused to follow any of these agreements. This revealed to the Viet Minh that the only way to unite the country was by force. And this would only be done through another war, leading us to the Second Indochina War. Yes, DM's government, it rejected any notion of democracy. He set up a dictatorship which horrified many of the South Vietnamese. His conservative and Catholic traits made him unacceptable to the bulk of Buddhists in the South, which fueled opposition and the independence movement. Yeah, there was a lot of religious tension in, in Vietnam at this point. And it reached a crisis point with a thousand Buddhists in open opposition to Diem in the Hue region where many were killed and arrested. Yes, and these risings were met with opposition. Hence, opposition just grew, uh, met with repression, <laughs> sorry. And opposition just grew and demonstrations, they began to spread to Saigon where the infamous self immolation of the Buddhist monk was broadcast to the world, right? The Buddhist monk, he put himself on fire um, as a, a protest to Diem's government. Yes, and then Diem reacts by putting the army of the Republic of Vietnam into action and he told them to attack religious temples in Hue, which caused even more public relations disaster and gathered even more um, support for Vietnam's fight against U.S. control. Yeah, so not only through this religious tension, his rule also fueled the movement through popular discontent. He was highly elitist, bureaucratic, and he lacked the common touch with the Which Vietnamese. previously Ho Chi Minh had, right? Yes. The Viet Minh had redistributed 600,000 acres of land in the south to landless peasants, and he had abolished high rents. But, but Diem had completely reversed this land's distribution and resumed the payments of the high taxes, forcing peasants to buy the land they farmed in six annual installments. So going back to um, the French repression, essentially. Yes, and as a result, he alienated the southern peasants, right? And with so, they became attracted to the northern policies of land and wealth distribution, leading to the formation of the Viet Cong, right? The, the start of operations with attacks on officials and government buildings in the south. The North Vietnamese pledged support to the Viet Cong and began to construct supply routes, the, the Ho Chi Minh Trail through Laos and Cambodia. So they joined together against Diem's rule, against the US repression. Um, the South and the North, which initially were the ones fighting, right? That, that was what I wanted to say. Um, initially, the war was against a northern communist Vietnam and a southern uh, more capitalist turned uh, South. Um, but as US imperialism entered the war uh, and DM's repression intensified, 
parts of the south started to unite with the north against this common enemy. Yes, and ultimately the National Liberation Front was formed as a coalition of nationalists and communists which opposed Yem's regime. So, I think we can conclude with this. Uh, wars, they strongly contributed to the rise of both Cuba and Vietnam's independence movements, right? The French Revolution, Napoleonic Wars, World War One and World War II, uh, and also the internal wars in both uh, movements managed to concretize this once ideological view of Ho Chi Minh and José Marti through the tactical success of guerrilla warfare. Yeah, but still, the long-term repression of the Spanish rule, the French colonial rule, and later the U.S. puppet's DM consistently contributed to the need for independence even further and contributed to the growth and ultimately the success of these movements.